Hi there, and welcome to the first Mental Wellbeing in Schools um, podcast. Today we want to talk about revision, seeing as it's Easter and everybody's kind of crying into a textbook. So you're here with uh, Ed Anthony. Uh, I'm a coach that uh, works in education and business and... And I'm Charlie and I'm a songwriter and I also work with Ed in education and business. So, um, so today we, we want to give you some insights into really uh, some, so I, I think, kind of have a useful conversation around revision and what's needed for great revision. Now, the fundamental thing that you need to know for revision is that you've got to give your brain time to make connections. That's really all revision is, is you're making memories. And the brain needs time and space to do that. Now, what we teach is a completely new understanding of the mind and kind of very, you know, fundamentally it focuses on your state of mind. Now, if your state of mind is good, if a human being is a good state of mind, you'll be really creative, you'll be really innovative, you'll have loads of energy, you'll be really resilient, you'll be kind and caring and loving, and you'll feel like yourself. Like everything will go really well. You'll be able to be successful if you're in a good state of mind and you feel like yourself. But our state of mind is constantly going up and down all day long. Now, we're built to generally be in a high state of mind. Always go back to that. That's kind of our, that's our default. That's our reset. That's where, that's who we really are. But we will have moments of feeling bad. Now, these moments of feeling bad are caused by stress in some way. And when a human being starts to get stressed, they lose their ability to think clearly, they get confused, they get um, upset and frustrated, they feel like victims in life, they don't get on with people well, and it's impossible for them to be successful. So we think state of mind is linked, we think success is linked to our personality but actually it's linked to our state of mind. Any human being, no matter who they are, can be successful when they feel like themselves and they're in a good state of mind, and they'll really fail utterly when they're in a poor state of mind. And so when it comes to revision, we need to be aware of the difference that state of mind makes. It's everything. It's absolutely everything. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I would, I would say that it's the least looked at and the most important element when we when we come to preparing for an exam because if you if you are in a very very poor state of mind you've got low quality thinking going on and you're paying a hell of a lot of attention to it the world looks awful you cannot learn like you fill up any space in your head is, is full of fear, of insecurity, of self-doubt, of frustration, confusion. You cannot learn from there. It's, not, it's actually not possible. A human being doesn't have the bandwidth to learn because you've impeded your capacity for, for any sort of useful brain function, really, at that point. So you've got to, you've got to understand, if you're going to do really well in exams, that all revision is, is creating the opportunity for your brain to learn, for your brain to make connections. That's it, that's the only thing you're doing in revision. You don't control what you learn, can't. You absolutely can't. If we could, we'd all, let, we'd all know everything, if that was within our control. 
but learning kind of happens for you when it's in the optimum conditions. So if you're in a good state of mind and you're not too concerned about outcomes, you're not really thinking about that, you're just quite present and connected to what's in front of you, nature will learn for you. That's the amazing design of a human being is that it just happens for you when you're out of the way. If it feels like you're really responsible for everything that you take in and it's on you, I've got to get this, this and this done because my revision timetable says that between 9 and 10.30 I'm working on science so I've got to get all of that in my head in the next hour and a half because at 10.30 I've got to move on to French. Then all of a sudden you're limited, it's like you've just kind of put bars down and you've absolutely limited what's now possible because you've decided on the time frame and what needs to happen. It's all outcome-based and expectation-based. So you're just restricting what the, the opportunity. You're kind of choking it at birth, really. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. It's you, as a, to, to do really well in exams, you need certain tools. You need to be light and open. You need to be able to remember things quickly, which only happens when you're in a good state of mind. You need to be able to um, be creative in terms of your answers. There will be certain things that you won't know or are a bit rusty on. And you need to be creative with how you're you know, constructing your answers. You need to feel creative. And these things aren't possible when you're thinking a lot, when you're in a state of stress. So stress is, we're not talking about when people just flare up and throw something across the room. We are talking about a lot of thinking that's really what stress is we live in this low level thinking all the time and it will do you no good to think about anything ever largely <laughs> sometimes it might it might feel good to reflect on something or to just you know get your thoughts together sometimes and you'll know because you feel good but most of our thinking makes us feel bad you think you think take any time that you had a problem and you sat down and really tried to figure it out did it go well did it really help? And the thing is, is that all you can do is create chaos in your mind when you think. That's just how it is. And so it's really, really important to not destroy the tools that you need before you start revising. So if you sit down to revise and you're really thinking, well, I need to, I need to meet this thing, I need to do this thing, I need to do it for this long, and oh, this isn't going well, and that's not going well, and that's not going well. Well, you're thinking so much that you're destroying your ability to make the connections and to actually be creative with, you know, creating your mind maps or your, or your cards or whatever you're doing. So it becomes impossible to revise effectively. Now, the lovely thing is, is that this is so automatic that your thinking is going to settle down and disappear. Like, it's literally what you are built to do. Just as if you cut yourself, it heals. You've got faith in that because you've seen it. Well, every single day you can think yourself into stress and then you feel bad and then an hour or two later you feel good again. But you, you never kind of notice it because it, the mind is kind of an invisible power. But the lovely thing is, is that if you just sit down to revise, even if you feel a bit bad, you feel a bit uptight and stressed and anxious, if you just, you're just in the moment, you're just gonna let your brain do all the work, you're just sitting there. You're kinda, that was your job, you had to sit at the desk. Now it's up to your brain to just do what it feels like it wants to do. What you'll start to notice is, 
is that over the coming minutes that that tension, frustration, high level of thinking disappears. And you'll feel a bit more settled. You'll get lost in your work. How many times have you sat down to do homework or revision and you've kind of just got lost in it? Now, you're built to get lost in it and you'll feel good when that happens and you'll be creative and light and energetic when that happens. So the lovely thing is, is that all you need to do is start to notice that you are built to succeed in exams and built to succeed in revision. You just have to stop trying. You sit down at the desk, that's your part done. And then you kind of go with what your brain wants to, what you just feel like would be a good place to, you know, what feels like a good place to start. And then you just see what happens in the evening. And what it means is that when you do that, you'll revise from this light place and you'll have all your tools. Yeah. It's interesting, listening to you say that, it's just, it's so, it's so important to notice. I wish I had known this when I had to take exams because I was never really aware of my state of mind. It didn't occur to me that different feelings during revision had any impact on the outcome. Mm. It was an hours thing. It was a. It was solely related to an effort and time thing. Yeah. So if I turn up a lot, like if I spend a lot of time doing it and I work really hard, then I'll do well. Yeah, you think if you're working hard, that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. If it feels really hard, that means I'm trying my best. Yeah. <laughs> and it's completely, it's just counterintuitive. And we're not saying, oh, go off and be lazy. What we're saying is that when you're in a really good state of mind, there is no laziness. Mm. Laziness comes from uh, the perception that what you should be doing is going to be painful in some way. Yeah, it comes from fear. Yeah, fear, essentially. You're trying to protect yourself from a bad experience. Mm. So if it really looks like revising for an hour is going to suck and I'd rather binge watch Netflix... I'm not going to pick the revision. Hmm. I'm not going to pick the thing that looks painful. It's a really natural thing to do. Laziness is a very natural response to fear, to something looking horrible. Hmm. Um, but we put it down to a lack of effort. We sh I should be able to just motivate myself past it. No, you're doing the best you can, given the way the world looks to you in that instance. But what we're saying to you is that in another moment, regardless of how your circumstances around you in a different moment you will have a different experience of the world that you're living in because the experience is coming from your thinking not from your life you don't ever experience an objective reality you experience whatever your thinking throws up in the moment so that's why it's possible to have different experiences of the same thing places oh i hate this school actually it's not that bad like we've both had, we've all had times where you've had both. Hmm. You've seen something in one way and then the next day it looks different. So some days you'll really resent going to school, some days you won't mind it so much. School's the same, the people in it are the same, the lessons are the same. But your experience is completely different. So if you then apply this to revision... And I, and I just didn't. I can't believe that. It's so, it's so obvious to me now. But it wasn't until someone pointed it out. Mm. And 
if you then apply that to your state of mind when you're revising, if it seems like a punishment, you're not going to do as well. If it seems painful and it seems horrible, it's just logical that you're not going to get a lot out of yourself. You're not going to be bringing the best you to the table. Mm. But the design of you is that when you give up on the thinking that's dragging you down, when that becomes quieter or insignificant, your default is a good, calm, happy, productive, all the best things. That's, that's, how you, that's the default. And that rises up to the surface when you're not weighing it down. So we, we attribute it to the wrong thing a lot of the time. So, oh, I feel really horrible. I go and watch an episode of Friends and then I feel better because I watched TV. It made me feel better. Well, no, what happened was I started thinking about something else. I connected to something different, which meant that I disconnected from the stuff that was making me feel bad, Hmm. which was only ever my thinking. That's it. So we're not saying, so revision isn't good or bad. It's just when you're in a bad state of mind, it will look like it's bad and it's harming you. (laughs) You will suffer. Yeah. When you're in a good state of mind, it will kind of look like something you probably don't want to do, but you, you kind of, you can do, you can deal with it. If you then just go and sit at the desk and you have no idea of what's going to happen. You don't know. But you know that you kind of, your, your brain's in charge and you're just going to go with what feels right. Your intuition, your common sense, that's in charge. And you're going to produce what you're going to produce. You don't know yet. And then you kind of, you know, you have nice big A3 bits of paper and colored pens and you're doing everything <laughs> else. You stationary know. hype. I was all it. over the stationary hype. Yes. Yeah. Yes, highlighters. But the thing is, is that if you do that regularly over over a good period of time, as long as you've got, you will find that you will really, really um, gain a good base of knowledge. And you will have plenty of times where you feel upset. Sometimes you'll sit at the desk and you'll feel like you just can't do it. Well, at that point, go and do something else until your state of mind is healed back to the point where you feel a bit better. And then you can deal with it. If you feel a bit out of sorts and you don't want to do it, but you kind of could, well, then sometimes you'll just feel like you want to sit down, start, and just get over that hump to the point where you kind of lose yourself in the work. And sometimes you'll feel real good and you'll just get, you'll sit down and start and, and then you'll be away. But what we're saying is, is that the only thing that's going to stop you is state of mind, not you being stupid, not you having enough, not having enough time, not you having an awful teacher, not you having any of these things that people, none of these things can stop you from getting a great mark and from revising a lot. It's your thinking. When your state of mind is low, you'll find you'll really struggle to do it. When your state of mind is high, you'll be okay. The lovely thing is, is that you are built to be basically in a good state of mind all the time and just have blips into a bad state of mind. And, if and they're you ju- always going to happen. Like, yeah, that's it. You're not going to escape that. Yeah, and if you just settle down and relax, it will heal itself back to a good state of mind. So you're actually really, really resilient if you let the body and your mind work how it's meant. And that's the kind of the central message that we want to take away. The I want you to take away. The only problem is going to be a drop in your state of mind. And if you just allow it to heal itself, you'll very quickly, within minutes, sometimes hours, but usually minutes, come back to feeling yourself and you're good to go again. But you need to see this for yourself. You can't take what we're telling you blindly. So I would encourage you to spend some time messing around with it. Mm. Now, in the next podcast, we're going to spend some more time um, 
looking at really what's needed for success in exams. And I would highly encourage you to listen to that as well because the two really are linked. And when you understand the damage that a low state of mind that, sh that essentially stress causes, um, you really, really are able to, to vastly increase your ability to perform at a, at a high level. Your, your success rate will go through the roof when you really start to understand this. But we can't give it to you. All we can do is try and point it out to you so that you can see it yourself. Yeah, and I think if you just take one thing away from this, it's that ha is have a little faith. You know, trust your system. You've been learning since you were born. You never stop learning. But you didn't do it deliberately. It happens for you. So if you trust that you're designed to do this, you're designed to default back to a good, healthy, productive state of mind, and the only thing that you're ever really going to do with your thinking is interfere with it a lot of the time, if you're looking at, if you're looking at your state of mind as being the source of your productivity or ineffectiveness if you're if you're looking in the right place and you trust your own system it will iron itself out and you're going to do so much better than people who are looking outside into the world for a better technique a better set of subjects a better teacher because mm. it's not coming from that so yeah i think that that those are the kind of central things that we want to hammer home but do do check out the next talk because that's kind of we're going to embellish this a little bit, move forward with it, and then apply it to actually delivering when it comes to taking the exams. Thanks very much. Bye.